0: What's up guys, Rick here with your tournament preview and first look for this week's WGC match play. Is there anything better than taking March Madness and injecting it into golf? Because that's what you get when you get the match play. So a lot to talk through for this event, one of my favorite events on the schedule. And of course, there's going to be plenty more content for the rest of the week in terms of fantasy previews, betting previews. If there was ever a week to strategize, this would be the week. So make sure you're paying attention to all the subsequent content that comes out. But for now, let's jump into this week's match play. This is going to look a lot different than any other event that we have on the PGA Tour schedule. Most weeks we play stroke play. Everybody goes out, shoots the lowest score they can. This is match play. Guys are matched up against one another in an effort to get a better score on a hole, thus winning that hole and moving on. This event pits some of the best players in the world against each other in in one-on-one fashion. It's absolutely phenomenal. And it was founded in 1999. So it is relatively a a young event in terms of the PGA Tour schedule. And it's undergone a bunch of changes uh, since then. And the purse is huge being a WGC event. It's $10,250,000 with a cool $1.8 million going to the winner. Now, who has won this event? Well, last year in 2020, we did not get a champion this event was not played so Kevin Kisner from 2019 is still our defending champion Bubba Watson won it the year before that in 2018 and then a couple of studs in Dustin Johnson Jason Day and Rory McIlroy rounding out the last couple of years and I went back as far as Rory McIlroy in 2015 because that is when we got a format change more on that in a second. But there are 64 of the top 69 players in the field this week. The way that the match play works is if you are ranked in top, inside the top 64 in the official World Golf Rankings, you get an invite. If you don't want to play, they fill your spot with the next guy up in the official World Golf Rankings. So out this week not playing, even though they did qualify, are Brooks Kepka, Adam Scott, Justin Rose, Tiger Woods, and Gary Woodland. They will not be in attendance. Their spots have been filled by Ian Poulter, Eric Funruin, Adam Long, JT Poston, and Dylan Fratelli. The format for this match play is what is so incredibly interesting here. So the top 16 seeds, the 16 top-ranked players, they all get their own group. So they're spread out. And then there is a draw, which is going to happen Monday, 11 a.m. Eastern time to fill out the rest of those groups. So each one of those 16 golfers will have three more golfers added to their group at random. They put it into a big like bingo wheel and they draw numbers out It's actually a lot of fun and then over the course of the first 3 days with this event starting on Wednesday don't forget that it runs Wednesday to Sunday Wednesday Thursday and Friday is round robin play within your group so the four golfers in the group they are going to play against one another so that's 3 separate matches and then the winner of the groups move on essentially if you win a match you get one point. If you have it, you get a half a point. If there is a tie for the most number of points in the round-robin group, then they go to sudden-death playoffs. It's unbelievable. So they'll go to a sudden-death playoff to determine the winner of the group if there is a tie to break. But when the dust settles, there is going to be 16 winners of these groups. That is essentially your sweet 16. Now that that format has changed over the years. 2015 was the first time that we went to groups. Before that, it was a uh single elimination. So imagine you go, roll up to an event. Uh, Tiger Woods is there. You're excited to see him. You have tickets for the second day. He loses in the first round and you don't get to see him again. Obviously fans and sponsors uh, did not like that. Players didn't like that. They didn't like committing to a week and maybe only getting 14 holes in if you were beaten uh, in a big way during the first round. So they switched it to this round robin format, which is better for everybody uh, and it allows uh, you know everybody to get a guaranteed three rounds before determining who comes out of their group now once you get into the sweet 16 it is single elimination after that so your sweet 16 matchup you win you move on you go to the elite eight you win that you go to the final four um this is going to go like this on wednesday thursday and friday those are your single rounds On uh, Saturday, if you're still in, you'll play 36 holes. Your golfer will play 36 holes to get from the uh, Sweet 16 to the Final Four. And then on Sunday, another 36 holes where you'll have the Final Four match. And if you win, you'll go to the Championship match. And if you lose, you'll go to the Constellation match to determine the third place winner. So if you go all the way through this, you're playing seven rounds of golf in five days. It's a lot of golf. It's a lot of competitive golf, especially playing in match play. Uh, but it should be a ton of fun. This course, Austin Country Club. I love it. I think Austin Country Club has actually been around since 1899. It's one of the longest uh, standing country clubs that we have in the States. And it's of course a Pete Dye track and it has hosted this event every year since 2016. So they did the format change. They went to TPC Harding Park. Yeah, that's where Colin Morikawa won his PGA Championship. Rory won that year, 2015. And then since then, uh, since Jason Day's victory we have been at Austin Country Club it is a par 71 a hair over 7000 yards it's bermuda overseeded with poana but the the thing that i like about Austin Country Club especially for match play is there's there's some big numbers out there on some holes you know there's a, a couple of, of penalty areas on on the sides of greens that if you're off you're going to be in trouble there's a risk reward uh par 4 that that some of these guys are going to end up trying to drive over the water i mean it's a really great course for match play which is i think is what makes it so fun and makes this event so great and we've also seen a little bit of chaos right a couple of cinderella stories it wouldn't be march without some cinderella stories here so to kind of back this up you know you have to remember back to two years ago the last time we had this event lucas barregard went to the final four that year think about that the elite eight in 2019 had only one top 10 seed. That was Francesco Molinari. He finished seventh, the highest ranked player or the best ranked player only won five of the 16 groups in 2019. So just because you are the favorite does not mean you are guaranteed your way out of group play and into the single elimination format. Again, five of 16 was the number of top seeds that came out of their group last year. And you think about winners, uh, Kevin Kisner won in 2019 as a as, as the 48th seed. Bubba Watson won as the 35th seed. Now, the three winners before that in our new format, they were all the number one or number two seed. That was Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, and Jason Day. But this does create just a little bit of chaos, especially in the group stages, especially if you have to go into sudden death. Really, anything can happen in match play. I cannot stress enough that if you are making picks this week, if you're Filling out a betting card, if you're entering fantasy lineups, you're going to want to know the best strategy. This is the strategy that most people mess up every single year. So if you're paying attention, there is a huge edge, and I'm going to walk you through that edge over the course of the next couple of days as as the content comes out this week. So WGC match play, I'm absolutely stoked for it. You can tweet at me, at Rick Rungood. You can leave a comment below. Best of luck this week, and I'll talk to you guys soon.